All right, what is up everyone? Today yes, we are going to be talking about the Green Knight and giving our best explanation of what this movie is. And we also have a great guest today. It's Max Lawson, a returning guest. I think it's his third time? Fourth? I think uh, fourth, maybe. I think fourth. Wow. Is that the most? I think fourth. you just took the, took the title for most most on the podcast. So there we go, right there. Nice. All right. Heck yeah. Thank All right. So the, so the Green Knight. <laughs> um, we went, it released Friday. And I think we went Friday, right? Did we? I or Saturday? No, we went Sunday. Sunday. We went Sunday. And we walked out of it, and I kind of understood what it was. I walked out thinking it was a tale about, like, the fate of what he was about to choose, whether it was going to be living with honor or dying with honor or living with no honor, and everyone dies before mm-hmm. him and everyone hates him, blah, blah, blah. So right. I kind of got yeah. that. And the first act was pretty self-explanatory, but it's always that tricky second act, which oh yeah, we'll package with you. But I especially with this one, yeah, let's just start at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Overall thoughts, I thought it was beautiful. The cinematography was amazing. Uh, Yeah, super well made. Oh yeah, the vibes were dope. It was weird for sure, but that's an Mm -hmm. eight point four. You know. That's, that's our specialty. Yeah, well, it's one of those. It's one of those. It's going to be one of those out-of-the-box ones that you don't expect. But Oh, yeah. I, honestly, I thought the whole film was incredibly beautiful. I mean, it's, it's one of, in my opinion, the I think one of the best technically made films that I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I can agree to that. Yeah, the, the filmmaking was great. It was. I feel like I've said that on every single one of these podcasts <laughs> that I come on about the movie we watched, but I, I really do believe this is this is a really well done technically uh, film. Oh yeah, I mean, it just goes to show that like you don't need. Okay, sure, the budget was like fifteen million dollars or something, but like, how much? Fifteen. Fifteen, which is pretty, it's pretty good. substantial for an A twenty four film, but like. Yeah, and honestly, especially for this one, I, I feel like this is a you know you Pretty wouldn't CGI expect. Heavy. Yeah, you wouldn't expect that low of a budget for a film like this, but they pulled it off really well, and I thought most of the CGI was pretty pretty good. Yeah, the only one that was a tiny wonky was the fox, but they could. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say right there. But I, it didn't take me out of it. It didn't take me out or anything like that. Yeah, I, but I, 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 you knew, like you kind of were like yeah. Ah. But like that just goes to show that you don't need two hundred million dollars to make garbage like. Imagine it's just whatever. That's a whole different topic. No controversial takes this this oh, episode. My bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> so going into it, I've actually read the poem that this movie's based on in high school. Uh my senior year, they made us read the Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, which is what this movie's based off of. And it kind of differed a lot from the poem in a lot of ways. First being spoiler, but like in the poem, he actually gets his head chopped off and he dies because he cheated the last test. But like in this movie, he actually fails all the tests and then passes the last one. So they kind of did a reversal mm-hmm. from poem to movie. And honestly, yeah. So what I immediately after I got out of the movie, I went in completely blind. I had not, I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't even know what it was about. I just knew <laughs> yeah. that it was, everybody yeah, said it was man. good. So I walked into it. Um, immediately after I got 
out of it, the first thing that I did was I was like, okay, I'm going to go look up um, what it was based off of. And I'm going to try to interpret, you know, my meaning of it before I go and look up, you know, the Green Knight explained. But one of the things that I really took away with it was how um, the director, David uh, Lowry, is it? Yeah, Yeah, David Lowry, uh, how he very much turned it into a cinematic story. Not that the poem isn't cinematic, but what I mean by that is it very much turns it into the, you know, Gawain is, or Gawain, I don't know how you say his name, but the the, the guy, Dev Patel's character, yeah, is throughout the whole thing put to the test like you said and every single time when you when you're like okay here's your time to like prove yourself for the most part he just doesn't succeed he just does the thing that you know there's a line in the movie that somebody says which is like you're no knight yeah isn't that when the the lady oh wait did he just all right you're back hello can you hear me yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's going isn't on. There, isn't that the girl in like the house? The house girl? Yes. yes. She, <laughs> says, she house says, girl. she's like, you're no knight. The red yeah, she one? says, you're no knight. But the one in that way, I think it makes... Oh, uh, his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think though that in that way, him failing and then learning at the end to succeed is what makes it more of that hero's journey for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you see him fail and you see him uh, start to learn as he goes. And the whole metaphor of the belt that doesn't let him get harmed, I think is a really cool one that I, I really like. Yeah. Well, well enlighten us. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> metaphor is not the right word for it, but it's, I, I took it as kind of like- I mean, like the symbolism of it? Like, well, like the belt for him, it's, it's, it's coward ship coward cowardliness like, like cowardliness a cheat, like a cheat code. It's a cheat code. exactly exactly he knows that he's not you know going to die and in that way it's not again it's something that it's not very not he's no knight exactly yeah. he's no knight it's not but honorable it's i like how he like even ran th- in that third act i like how he ran through like the scenario like it showed the it showed like what we thought he did you know like mm-hmm. what we thought we were watching it showed that he's like wait a minute I don't even believe in this little belt thing. Like <laughs> he distrusts himself even more, distrust a belt. Yeah. And he runs away like, like with his tail. Between yeah. And I, I think he learns that his life has been pretty good up until this point that he, he's, he comes to terms with his own death. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the honorable, like everyone sees him as an honorable person. Everyone's heard his mm-hmm. tale throughout the land. And he would be fine dying that way. Yeah, he, he doesn't. A, he doesn't cheat. Side of that, he yeah. saw what happens if he just kept yeah. on failing. But going back all the way to because we kind of just hopped around. Yeah, we went back. straight through the whole film there. <laughs> we went straight through the entire film. The beginning, I liked it. Like I've always known it was like an Arthur Arthurian legend. Like he was part of that same universe that King Arthur was like the guy and the Knights of the Round Table. Um, but I didn't really get what his mom was trying to do. Like I've heard, yeah. I've thought about it myself and then I've kind of like heard other people's takes. And yeah. like the two big takes I hear is like either A, she summoned the Green Knight to get him onto the throne because she knew he would either succeed by being honorable or by cheating it with the belt because she gave him the belt to begin with. But then he mm-hmm. lost it by the little uh, scavenger people. But that's either A or B that she was trying to spite him because he was at the brothel or something instead of church. 
and like she just didn't right. I, I'm not sure which one. So my take to. is kind of a hybrid of a couple things that I was thinking about. I think that um, well, in the like in the legend of King Arthur, right? The his mother, King Arthur's sister, is always kind of at odds with Arthur. So I think that it is a little bit of that. I think it is a little bit of that. She wants her son to be on the throne. She wants option one, I'm sorry, option two, where he cheats. She wants that to be the outcome because she gives him, like you said, she gives him the belt. But another thing that I think, I think it's kind of both of those because I think she sees her son as someone who is out late at night in the brothels and kind of this unhonorable, irresponsible young guy. And she wants to push him out into the world um, in this into the world and give him this quest and this task to do. That's why she summons the Green Knight. And I was reading about what the director, you know, David Lowry was saying, and he basically said that when he wrote the script, because he wrote it as well, he wanted to create a kind of complex mother-son relationship, kind of similar, because I guess he had a complex mother-son relationship. He wanted to convey that onto the screen. Hmm. I like that take. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I guess, I guess that makes the best sense, just combining both. Mm-hmm. One, and I, but that's the thing is I think it's okay to have a different interpretation of it because I think that all yeah, of them are probably equally. It's up, yeah. to, the, it's up <laughs> to the viewer. Yeah, but we know it the right way. This is the right way. <laughs> we're right. We're, we're right. This is exactly what the movie means. This is word by word, like exactly what the director thought. But anyways, so he he does he chops off the green knight. Uh, my boy's like, haha, I'll see that you in a year. That scene was really cool, by the way. Oh, I yeah. Really I like the yeah. in that scene a lot. Dude, when the Green Knight, like, lowered his head, you're like, oh, shoot. Like, he's not playing. It was thought- scary, bro. The way his presence in that room was just really Yeah. yeah and another cool thing about... Another cool thing about that is, you know, you see a lot of, especially King Arthur medieval fantasy, but a lot of medieval fantasy films that do these huge, like, crazy sword fights and huge spanning battles and there's none of that in this movie it's very simple it's very straight to the core and it didn't have to do that but it did and the battle that like did ensue like in that like dream like sequence that he was having you didn't even see it it was just exactly it was a it was a footnote it was a background and that's why i yeah, I didn't know the budget, but when you told me that it was that low, it didn't, I mean, it surprised me, yes, but it didn't shock me necessarily because I think that they're so clever about making this movie in a way that shows you can make a medieval fantasy movie on, what was it, 15 million? You can do yeah, that. You just have to be yeah. smart about it. Oh, 100%. I mean, you can make anything with anything. Yeah, you just have to be smart. <laughs> you, guys know, you guys know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just have to be smart with your cards and exactly play it, play it to, to your... But now, now we get to the second act. I think that's kind of like the first act, just kind of him setting, they're setting up the journey, setting up the quest. Yeah. And then the second act is kind of like the meat of it. It's like, yeah. What and goes in. And I watched this. About, oh, what's up? Go ahead. Go ahead. The big thing about this is like, what was real and what wasn't real? Because my boy mm. took a bunch of shrooms <laughs> and I don't know what he thought was real. Yeah. Like, are the giants real? Is the spirit lady with the head in the box? The fo- Loki, I feel like the fox is real. 
That man was so old. Time. Talking Fox. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, hey, I mean, anything's well, possible, anything right? I don't know. It could also not happen. Yeah. <laughs> what was funny about this, though, I watched this with a friend of mine who is not like the film guy. He's not like yeah. I didn't know what it's about. I, I was just like, we're gonna go see this medieval movie. He's like, all right, let's go. And we got to the first act, the first act, you know, he's like following and I'm looking, I can tell he's following it. And then the second act, like after every major story beat, after <laughs> the headless woman, after the giants, he's like, what is going on yeah, yeah, with yeah. this movie? Like, what is happening? Oh, yeah. I was it's like, I don't know. Weird. <laughs> that was yeah, it really weird. did. But I liked that aspect of it. And I think yeah, that a lot of it is. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was just fantasy. It's a fantasy world. And I think that would just help with its world building. But like. Yeah. I get. I mean, it's a quest. It's a hero's quest in a medieval, like fantasy, like magical. I mean, yeah, makes sense. How can you make? How can you make a medieval movie, fantasy movie, without having giants in it? You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to. But then you question, like, were those giants even real? (laughs) And what did they? What did they mean? That's the real question. Because I I have no idea. I I have no idea. I'm sure it does. Yeah, I I, think it might be a test. Yeah, that's what. That's what I heard in that one little. The video, yeah, I just watched like a little explained video before this. But I think it might be like a test to prove like, what was it? His... Well, it, it was to see if he would take the hard road or the easy road. Because he asked the giant for a ride. Oh. Wolf, yeah, and then the wolf was like, no. And like, yeah, the fo- yeah, the fox boy was like, no, and shoot, shoot the giant away. Because the giant went like. I think the went... fox is kind of like a guide. And, like, but also, also when my first impression on that is like, I – I took it like that. That's a take from like someone else. But like my mm-hmm. first initial take seeing that scene, I thought when the giant reached down to get him, he flinched. He looked like he was scared. So in my brain, I thought, oh, he's scared to die still. Even yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I interesting. First took it as. Interesting. It's like he still holds on to his life, even though he has like an invincible belt. Yeah. Like is the belt. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it at first. But like, Hearing the other take, I was like, that kind of makes sense as well. Because it is yeah. a, the whole movie is basically a test. Well, but so him flinching could still be a test. It could still be, is he afraid of death yeah. when the giant's coming down? If he doesn't flinch, we know he's succeeded. Yeah. But my question is, does he fail the test with the headless woman? Because I feel like he succeeds there. He gets her head back for her. Yeah, but he also, it's, I think it's the wrong intent. Because I think he was also wanting something from her in return. Oh, that was you're it. right. You're yeah. right. Because like, she said, "Why would?" Yeah, she said, "Why would you ask?" Yeah, that? So you're right. Like, he still failed. He still failed. Yeah, because he was right. And then he was like, "Whatever, I'll just do it." Yeah, yeah. Because he was expecting something in return, and then the one test with the scavengers, like he wasn't like, what? What was it? He wasn't like. Uh, he wasn't very giving. Yeah, yeah. Like he did it. He yeah. Didn't gratitude. He was just like, "Oh, thanks." So speaking of the scavenger, by the way, did you, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the scavenger, you said you read the poem. The scavenger is not in the poem. Yeah, um, that's a big, interesting. What the director said about that was it's the actually poem, a reference. There a beggar though? There's a beggar in the poem, I'm pretty sure. Uh, maybe, but, but the, the scavenger specifically and his like little band of friends is actually a reference to Barry Lyndon, which is a Kubrick film. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought that was super yeah, I haven't either, but from what I've heard, it's it's decent. But um, it's a reference to a scene in, in a Barry Lyndon film, and he wanted to use it to, like, show not only a test, but also to kind of apply, like, Arthurian fantasy 
in a different way, which I think is interesting that he's doing that. I, he pulled from a lot of different things to make this movie, a lot of different kind of, uh, realms of fantasy to make this movie, which I thought was interesting. Which you kind of see that with all the great filmmakers and really good mm-hmm. films. Like they pull from so many different sources, so much. They pull from a lot of cinema. They pull from like a lot of storytelling t- in general, artworks, mm-hmm. paintings, yeah, books, poems, photography. They pull from everything. Like that's what the greats do. And yeah, and I think he definitely, you could definitely tell that he was someone that loved cinema and also yeah. really knew his Arthurian, like, well, you know, he had. He's also the director, you probably know, but he's also the director of A Ghost Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I have not seen, but I've heard yeah. is like one of the masterpieces of its of, of our time or something like that. So it's been in my watch list, but I've heard it's extremely sad and I haven't really been in a yeah. watch list. I'm with you. I'm, I'm right there mood, with you. I've been in a sad mood lately. So. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've heard that it is super like existential and sad and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can't go there. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's amazing. Maybe one day. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah. The trailer is so sad. Yeah. The trailer looks depressing. I haven't, I haven't even seen the trailer. So good. I love the aspect ratio. It's like four yeah. thirds, but like, yeah. Oh, is it in four three? Yeah. It's I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks beautiful. But, I'm sure. Um, probably won't i don't know i'll definitely get to it eventually i have like hundreds of movies still on my watch list i'll get to it yeah. eventually <laughs> i just keep on adding but yeah and watching <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah so another thing that i noticed especially in that second act you know i i couldn't tell you exactly every one but i definitely saw at least like one or two they use matte paintings in this and that's something that i think is really unique because it's a it's another way of getting around that budgetary issue that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I looked it up and I, I was right because I wanted to make sure because I saw that and I was like, is that a painting? And I was like, yes, it is. And and they, I'm sure enhance it with CG, but I they mean, use the matte paintings. You're talking this. about the background, right? It's like the castle. Yeah. 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 I, was, I, I, I was debating either miniatures or, or painting. No, or it's, it's painting. Yeah. It's painting. And I'm probably enhanced with a tad of magic, but. I mean, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still the fact that they used a matte painting instead of just blue screening it or it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. old school. That's pretty cool. But blue screening is like that's way more expensive than so, oh, yeah, yeah, hiring yeah. an artist to paint that. So it yeah. makes sense on the budgetary side. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just like a, a really good director looking back in classic cinema and being like, How can I work around that? And that there you go. But then we get to the house. <laughs> the, yep. the the mm-hmm. What it, was it? The test of chastity, chastity, chastity. How do you say that word? Chastity. 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 There we go. Chastity. Yeah. I always have trouble with that. But yeah, yeah then we get to that house that tests that, and mm-hmm. my boy does not. This is where my head hurt. <laughs> that that was where my head. Well, I well, she offered she offered a good monologue that kind of explained the metaphor for the Green Knight. Yeah, I like that bit. I like that. Yeah, bit. where she was talking about like how everything comes from the earth and then everything goes back to the earth. Mm-hmm. How everything like starts green and ends green. And I think that's kind of like what the green knight is, is basically the earth. Like you can take from him, you can take his head, but eventually in time, yeah, you'll eventually it's escape. It's it's inescapable. Yeah. Yeah, it's like death. It's just a big mm-hmm. big metaphor for, for life and death and um how the world works like humans can keep on tearing down to build a chapel but like the green yeah the green chapel ends up being over overtaken by the earth again because of the root yeah so 
that was a good monologue. And then, then she jerked him off in the bed. So, <laughs> his girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, his girlfriend. Well, the uh, what is she? Is she his girlfriend or not? Like, so why would the, the same actress? <laughs> so I, I here's what I think. Here's what I think. I honestly think that it was a <laughs> trying to think of how to explain this properly. I think it was a some sort of illusion, if you will, of the woman, the blind woman, mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure that that was meant to represent like she's always watching. You know what I mean? Like when or someone is always watching, even when you think no one is or something like that. I don't think it was meant to be literally the same person. I just think it was meant to tempt him because even though that was his girl girlfriend still that isn't the chast thing to do you know what i mean i guess i it's my interpretation (laughs) but the thing i got with the old woman is that that she was wearing the same blindfolds as the witch mom like the his right in the beginning so are they part of the same like little maybe they're i i didn't even know i thought maybe it was supposed to be a representation of his mom yeah, maybe it's a way of like saying that she's still Loki. Watching. She looked like a witch, though. She looked like they were in the same. Ra- oh wait, didn't didn't um the the girl in the blue dress also ask him, "Do you believe in like witchcraft and stuff?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So and she gave him the same belt. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She gave him the belt. <laughs> we've just we've just we've we've just cracked it right here. <laughs> Live they're on part the podcast. Of the same little, they're, dude, they're we've, part of the same little witchcraft. I think that's one hundred percent testing him too. Yeah, they're in on maybe, maybe, maybe uh, that is an interesting one hundred. They gave the exact same belt. So, but but okay, also had the blindfolds on that they were doing in the beginning. It all makes sense. So here's my take. (laughs) My take is that you know maybe a hot take here, but my take is that the mom is behind the whole thing. Oh, like everything. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. That is, is that always is. pulling the strings is always the one saying, go here, do this. Go do this. Uh, and so I think maybe that the blind woman is just another version or a manifestation of his mom. And we've seen that she's obviously a witch. So who's to say she couldn't do that and also do all that stuff. Maybe it's all the same thing, but it also could definitely be all a part of the same people and they're all testing him. Or maybe they just know his mom and they're all maybe trying the to Maybe the mom's him. a leader. Yeah. But this lady was old. I think I feel, I think I low-key heard like, Who's the one really famous witch in like Arthurian legend that like is always a con- uh, with an M? Hold up, let me go to Google. Morgana? Something like that. I think it's Morgana. Morgan Le Fay. Morgan Le Fay. Okay. Wait, yeah, was that my Google says Morgana. Yeah, Google says Morgana, also called Morgan Le Fay, is a staple figure of legend in and King Arthur, her relationship to Arthur varies, but usually she is his half, half sister. Yeah, it's his mom, it's his mom. Oh, okay, so she's just the witch. <laughs> so who's her mom? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I think I'm grasping at straws. I have no idea who the old lady was. I don't know enough. Who's the dude? Who's the guy? What guy? Oh, the guy in the house that like kissed him? Oh, who's well that's- him? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who's that? What if Morgan Le Fay's mom? His grandma? Her grandmother. I'm or his grandmother. His grandmother was the old lady. Because she was old. Yeah, she was. She was old. way older than everyone. 
And apparently she's a Morgan Le Fay's mother is a staple figure as well called Irrigain, Irrigain, Lady Irrigain, Irrigain. I don't know what how to pronounce that, but <laughs> she was also maybe. a witch. So maybe that. Oh wait, <laughs> Screen Rant. <laughs> Who is Gawain's mother? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, looking right now. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm looking. <laughs> As far, I'm trying to find what it's ca- who she's casted as, but I can't. We're, we're cracking the code. Oh here. yeah, facts. Yeah, what was her name in the film? I don't. That's what I'm looking for. for. I don't. I, I don't know. If King it. Arthur didn't. Honestly, if you think about it, they never even said King Arthur once. She's just no, no, no. She's just called mother. She, yeah, and Sean Harris is credited as king, and Kate Dickey is credited as queen. They're not Arthur and Guinevere. That's just That's what weird. they're credited as. What yeah, the heck? Weird. A lot of these people don't even have IMDb. Uh, Helena Brown. She's credited as blindfolded woman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Thank you. Well, that that, so that solved it right there. You know what? That's, yeah, that's very I'm easy. thinking we're right. <laughs> <laughs> They're all part of the same little game here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it has, okay. It's either, it's either A, they're part of the same organization, or B, the mom... The mom just orchestrated that. Either way, she's related to them. Well, yeah, either way, the mother is involved. 100% yeah. because they both are into witchcraft. They both have the blindfold. They both gave the same bell. Like, that's enough to tell us that the mother's in on something here. How she's yeah, involved sure. is pretty ambiguous, and I don't think we'll ever know. But she is involved. They are, and there, something connects them. Yeah, 100%. I agree. There's, there's, I agree. That's too much of a coincidence to have the same belt and the same looking like. But yeah, that whole scene was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. It was weird for sure, but it was pretty. It was funny. weird, you know. Like I said, I watched it with a friend, and we were cracking up. Oh. Kind of, it, it it had the same vibe <laughs> that the that the big scene in in Midsummer has, where they're all kind of doing. Oh, their dude, thing. that like, no, that was got, way worse. Midsummer was well, what. Dude, Midsommar was way worse. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, but I'm saying it has the same vibe where, like, okay, it's kind of It has the same like, vibe, but it's nowhere close. They're on way different Oh, sure, sure, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. What I mean is that it had the same vibe. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking over at my friend kind of laughing at, like, what's going on because it's kind of funny. Like, it, it's obviously not, like, meant to me, but it's kind of funny. I mean, it's for sure, like... Any man is going to fail in that situation. Like, <laughs> he's going to fail. He's put up against the odds. You have to be having, you have to have strong. Yeah. Mind. Well, it's, a, and it, it's, it kind of point. cool. It's cool because it's not your typical legend of a knight. He fails every time. He's human. You know what I mean? He's not some yeah, immortal boy. god like a guy like, you know, That's Arthur right. or anybody else like that would be. Yeah. The one thing I, honestly, the biggest question I have of this whole movie, which I guess we kind of worked through a lot of it, and a lot of it's made a lot of sense the one question that's still kind of unanswered for me is why did my boy on the horse kiss him oh i know the answer oh why yeah i know the answer because at the beginning when he enters the house he said i will bring you from my hunt whatever i get me what in return you give me what you've received but what do you receive it's the representation of the love from the girl But he didn't receive her love. She was just like egging him on as a test. I mean, that's her love. I mean, that's just her hand. 
Well, I mean, I, I, but he didn't. They didn't kiss. Did they kiss? I don't remember. I don't think. I don't think they he kissed, kissed her on the cheek. He kissed her on the cheek. He kissed her on the cheek. I but think that it was just him representation. Yeah. That's him yeah. giving. Well, okay, but it's not very practical for them to just redo that. I think that that's <laughs> that's what well, it, that's what that. it was. Well, it's like I, in my brain, the thing that he received was the belt. He didn't say anything about that, though. Again, that's because oh, he's not—he's not pure. He's not—he's not honorable. He didn't give it back. Well, oh. I, that's what I thought. I thought my boy and the horse wanted the belt because whatever you receive in the house, I want it. So yeah. I thought he, the guy on the horse, which I don't know his name, I forgot. But I think the guy he's just credited horse, as Lord. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> Lord guy. <laughs> like I thought he wanted the invincibility belt, so that's why he asked. So he was like going to get it back, but instead he just straight up leaned in for a kiss. Well, I think that he knew about the relationship, if you will, but I don't think he knew about the, but I don't think he knew, uh, he definitely knew about the belt, but I don't think Gawain knew that he knew about the belt. So he didn't give it back to him. I think that was him failing another test. Mm, Yeah. Because if you look at all of the big yeah. moments as tests individually, I think that that makes sense as well. What was so that? Right. That's not one of the five tests, though, on the night. True. The tests are following – the tests are all following, like, the chivalry. The, yeah. Like, the, the chastity is the last one. Is there one about honesty? Google. Hold up. Back to Google. Yeah, what are the five <laughs> whatever – five chivalry tests? Honor, wisdom, generosity, valor, comp- Wait, no, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so go on oh, the green there notes, go. spark notes. <laughs> uh, chivalry definitely has to be one. That makes sense. Chivalry. And there's no more. Nice. Um, courage, justice, mercy, generosity, faith, nobility, hope. I feel like that's more than that's five. A, that's a lot. That's seven. <laughs> Are you sure that there's five? Maybe I'm capping. I'm pretty sure there's five. Yeah, well, it's it was the star. The star. star. The star equals five, and then you you go through each test on the star. Yeah. yeah. There's five points on a star. Yeah. Look, this is this represents like the test. Yeah. But what are the tests? <laughs> that why is this not popping up? Um, what are the tests? I don't know. Maybe we're saying the wrong thing. Come on. The pen okay, the the pent pen Yeah, I'm there. It says the pentacle as pentacle stands for pure unending truth and its five points symbolize the five wounds of Christ and the full score of knightly wits and virtues that Gawain Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so what were the five? The five the, virtues. Okay, generosity, friendship, piety, chastity, courtesy. What does piety mean? I'm, <laughs> uh, it's it has to do with God, um, like being reverent to God. So is so friendship. So okay, which one was friendship? Friendship. Is that the fox? Oh yeah, yeah. The fox. The fox is friendship. Generosity. Generosity he also scavenger guy. Yeah. Or the girl. Generosity would be the beggar. Chastity would be the girl. Well, there's no no no. Okay, no no no. So, so generosity. Yeah. So I think generosity would be scavenger. The scavenger, friendship, 
might actually be the head okay, girl. Okay, so okay, okay. No, courtesy is courtesy. the head girl because he's he's mm. courteous enough to do that. No, he's no, he failed it though because he said, yeah, he but failed. he failed all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So courtesy is the head girl. Chastity is the girl in the house. Generosity is the scavenger. Friendship is the fox, which he also fails. He said, "I didn't ask for your company." Yeah, he, yeah. piety. Piety. Who? What is piety? What it's I mean, religious it's like reverence, but I don't know where. I'm trying to think. Let me go to the. Oh page. wait, wait, wait! He didn't go to church. He was at a brothel instead of church. Was that the? Oh, that was in the very beginning. Maybe. Maybe I mean, that was, was the very, before... very beginning of it. It was kind of before everything. It was not like, on the journey is the thing. Yeah. Maybe going to the Green Temple? I don't know. Maybe it's the last one with the night. Piety. What does that mean? Let's see. I'm pretty sure it means like respecting your religion or or being faithful. I'm not sure. The quality of being religious or reverence. Point of view. Oh, just just being religious. Yeah, the quality of being religious. So how did he? Was he just Wait, not? okay? Time out. This is totally not on the same. There's a post credit scene in this movie. Did you see that? What? On Wikipedia, it says a post credit scene shows a young girl finding the king's crown and putting it on her head. What the? I did not see that. Not, now I gotta go back yeah, and watch it again. God damn. Okay, anyway, sorry, that totally derailed us from where we were. But anyways, <laughs> I'm pretty sure piety could be considered um the fact that he just wasn't Christian. <laughs> maybe just, maybe it's the church thing, or maybe it's not to be Well, the, that that makes sense because that would just be like, oh, how would you show yeah. he's not religious besides him not going to church in the beginning? Well, another aspect of it could be he's afraid to die through the whole thing. He's not trusting of that could be it too. Yeah. Death, and so his acceptance of death, and that would kind of go against the Christianity like belief that yeah. he would go to heaven. I guess. Yeah. Let's call it like that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll so, see. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right, but that's right, Max. That's right. <laughs> it's a mix. It's a mix. It's that and yeah. the church. <laughs> it's gotta be some. It's gotta be something in there. So. It would make sense that also him not going to church and hanging out in a brothel would be yeah not that would be him yeah. getting into yeah. more yeah. and stuff like that would be him not showing piety yeah yeah I, I think it works yeah okay so those are so then that leaves us that the end. that no but that makes us go back to the question is what test did he fail with this guy kissing him that's still my question like we just figured well out. that's in the that's in the poem though. I mean, yeah, but I still don't get it. <laughs> Neither do I. I mean, honestly, I don't. Yeah, know I'm pretty sure. Part. I'm pretty sure he's in the poem. The guy goes on the hunt. But that's what he received. I don't know. I I don't remember. I that. know that the, I know that the guy going on the hunt and getting kissed is in the poem. I don't remember. Because I looked it up. I looked that up. Never read the poem. I read it, but this was like years ago. I yeah, it. it's I mean, uh, if it's in the poem, it's in the poem. What can I say? We can't argue with it. <laughs> it says, "In the, the Lord proposes a bargain. He goes hunting and will give Gawain whatever he catches on the condition that Gawain give him whatever he may gain during the day. Ah, 
in the poem, his wife visits Gawain's bedroom and tries to seduce him, but he gives her nothing but a single kiss in unwillingness to offend her. When the Lord returns and gives Gawain the deer, Gawain gives him a kiss without divulging its source. That makes perfect sense. But that's not how it is in the movie. Yeah, the movie doesn't make sense, is what I'm saying. That doesn't make sense yeah. in the movie context. Hmm. I wonder what... Because they did not kiss. Like, the, he never received a kiss. All he, the things he received was a painting of himself, mm. a portrait, a book, uh, the belt, and a handy. Those are the four things he received in that house. <laughs> and he didn't give uh... any of those to the guy. <laughs> the guy just... Gave him a kiss. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah. That just, I feel like yeah. maybe maybe it was just the director being like, it was in the poem that this guy kissed him, so we'll just do it. I oh, think man. so. I don't know. <laughs> it's his toy. I, mean, I, I can't it, find, but... I can't find, I mean, like we said at the very beginning of this, it's A24. Some things are never going to be explained. That's their interpretation. <laughs> it's, it's up to us to, to crack the code. <laughs> And the director maybe just wanted, just wanted to kiss. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he was lonely. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, Who knows? maybe he just wanted just a little me, kiss. Just give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Although Depp Patel was like, all right, we're not going to do any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it was in the script different. He's just like, I'm just going to go. Oh, no, no. Kiss. In the movie, Depp, like the the, act, the character was like, we're, we're, we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was supposed to go further. Maybe that's that it. might be what like, it right, was. And he starts running. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, okay, wait, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. Because he did, yeah, that make, that. I think that's what it is. There we go. Yeah. That was just like, we're not going past that. <laughs> we, were trying, we were trying to get so deep with it. It's just he wasn't, he, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't about it. <laughs> that's the meeting. He was not about it. That's funny. And that's that. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We, we cracked the code. <laughs> anyway okay now now we're in the third act the fox boy warns him he's like i don't care i'm gonna do it so then he fails the last test of friendship kicks the fox out keeps and he's going. still not courageous because the fox gives him a chance to ditch the belt and he doesn't he's like nah yeah yeah, yeah. and that just like goes to show that he's still not ready and yeah. he waits and waits and then the Green Knight wakes up, and it's ready to go. Even has, the Green Knight has dude, so much time to prepare. Yeah, the Green Knight was like, he was like, "Oh, I'm proud of you." He was pretty like impressed that he came. He was he was surprised that he came. Yeah. Yeah, and then when it was time to go, uh, he <laughs> like started. Godwin started flinching. He's like, "Oh," and he's like, "But you had a year to prepare for this." That part was pretty. Yeah. Yeah, you were wondering like, oh shit! Like, oh, he's gonna cut him off. Oh. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, oh, is the yeah. sword just gonna bounce off? Is he gonna go straight yeah. through? Yeah, because still, this whole this whole film has been kind of the whole time. I didn't know where it was gonna go. I didn't know what they were gonna do next. What's off limits and what's not, right? So, I wasn't sure if the whole thing is really gonna be a game or what's gonna happen. So, I I like that aspect of it. It kind of kept you guessing. Oh yeah. And and then it gives us that alternate like ending type thing, which I really enjoyed, showing mm -hmm. that like, a vision of uh, yeah, I love that whole montage. Like, yeah, and I honestly out... think that. Oh, what? 
Um, I think that the whole thing, you know, I don't think that it's like some magical vision or anything like that. I just think it's him realizing that's how my life is going to go if I don't do the right thing here. I'm just going to be unhappy and sad and lose everything. So I'm going to do the right thing yeah. and for myself and for the people and all that stuff. Because he would rather he would rather die a hero than live to become the villain. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, if he dipped and then just like his whole like life would be based off of lies and only he would know that. Yeah. And he would just be eating, be eaten up by that his whole life. Then he would like witness horrible tragedies happening to everyone around him because he wouldn't wouldn't die because of the belt but his son would before him and stuff mm -hmm. and that at that end of that uh vision i really like the fact like he he ends up taking off the belt like even though it's like even if he, even though he's taking it out of his like stomach or something like he's pulling it out but yeah. it's almost like a metaphor is like you can't live your life with like that cheat code that like yeah of, like oh that, you won't die like that fear realize, yeah. yeah yeah fear like it's almost like a realization, like, he lets go of that fear. He takes it off, and the minute he takes it off, his head's chopped off because, like, that's what he should have done in the first place. Yeah, he has that realization of, oh, this is my destiny. Yeah, so then it cuts back really, really, really good. I cut back, and it just shows him that he's, like, he takes off the belt. He's like, all right, I'm ready. And then it ends with, yeah. like, all right, off with your little head. And the Green Knight, but what I think is interesting is he acknowledges the Green Knight knew about it. He said, you've passed. Good job. Yeah. And like for that second, I was like, oh, so he, it was all really just a test and he's going to be fine. And then he says, and off with your head. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know if he actually cut his head off or not. I mean. Yeah, it cuts away. So. It cuts to like a tree stump, yeah. which I guess is the whole like basis of the movie is like. Yeah. I think that he did. I think that he did and that he died because I think it's a happy death though is the thing. It's that is even that's kind of a weird yeah. happy ending. Death. I think yeah, yeah. I think it is a happy ending because it's like like I told my friend as we were walking out of it, you know, it's like the most weird coming of age movie that I've ever seen. It's <laughs> it really is. It's like he struggles to learn who he is and he struggles to come to terms with his destiny and then eventually he does. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically it. That that's the green Green Knight solved. So, Green but so okay. So let me let me throw this one. Let me throw this one at you and unsolve the whole thing, possibly. Never. What is what's what's your take on this interpretation, which was not mine, but I looked into it and I and I thought it was interesting. About I would say a quarter of the way into the movie, maybe a little over a quarter, right after he gets captured by the scavenger, the camera does this move, and you see a version of himself that's just skull and bones tied to the ground and then it reverses itself and it goes right back to him some people think that that is supposed to mean that he actually died there and that the whole rest of the movie are just the legends and tales that people were spinning about him off of their own like imaginations and lies and things that they had cooked up to hear hmm. that's interesting but i don't know i don't think that's I, I guess that could work because you would never know. Point of view. But you would so, never, but the thing is, the, the thing is, it totally is, um, it, that the whole beautiful plot that we just outlined in the metaphors it totally ruins all of it. But also, it almost feels like if the film were going for realism, that that's what it would be. I mean, that he wouldn't that he well, wouldn't that's shimmy the most up realistic his, outcome. Like he wouldn't get yeah, out. Yeah, he he dies and gets killed by the bandits and then people spin the legend and it continues just like I'm sure stuff did in real life. Hmm. But the whole metaphor of the film, in my opinion, is meant to be taken at greater than that. 
you know what I mean? It's meant to he mean something instead of just. He was laying there, or did they take it? No, they took it from him. Yeah, they took it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Although, how would he let theory. him? How would he let himself just sit there and die? That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that it's I don't an think interesting interpretation right, because yeah, because, like, I think dude, that it's. I'm in... on the verge of dying. And I'm tired. You're gonna up. do whatever you but can. But there's a sword right there, like a couple yards. Yeah. Just sit there and wait to die. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, I think it's an interesting interpretation, certainly. But I also think that it kind of undervalues the entire, like, weight of the plot. Yeah, and the poem's not like it. It would go yeah. against everything. I think it was just more of like, what could have happened, I guess. Yeah. Or it was just a cool little, visual. Thing. It was just him yeah. fearing of death again. Yeah, that's what maybe I think. Like what we're going Interesting. Through. Yeah, I, I see it that I I could see it that way. It's just meant to symbolize like how it's being afraid. Yeah. Want to die? Yeah. It's set up for that yeah, moment. I mean, when they held that knife to his neck, I mean, he was begging and pleading for him. Yeah. For his life. Even though he had the belt on, which was also pretty funny to me. Yeah. Because yeah. he he could have took them with the belt. Well, but it's not like he knew what the belt was at that point, right? No. Yeah. The mom told him. He's like, oh, no really? harm will ever come to you if you have this belt on. She told him that? I thought it was the chick who told him that. I didn't know that he knew that no, right away. The mom said that. That's why she gave it to Maybe me. Maybe, huh. I just misremembered that then. Yeah, she said it in the beginning, like when she gave it to him. She was like, if you wear gotcha. this, no harm will come to you, so just go off. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, I guess, like. I, I, I kind of saw it as like a wishing gift, like, like a, a good luck charm. But she said, if you wear this, no harm. Like, she said those words. Unless I'm yeah. just crazy. I just thought, I've, like, not I've, like, literally, no harm will come to you. I thought it was like, oh, oh maybe like you a took good it, luck charm. It's like, oh, he took it as like, oh, it's like a good luck. Yeah. Like, you should be like, yeah. luck type of thing. You know? Yeah. Same with that little bell that his, like, chick gave him. Yeah. Like, something like yeah. that. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's it. That's the whole movie right there. That is it. Yeah, you can tell that person that made that theory they're wrong, and we solved it. <laughs> this is the only way the movie is real. All right. No, that was a pretty good breakdown of everything. Yeah, I feel like I understand it a, a whole lot bad. better now. <laughs> I do. I do too. I definitely understand it way more just after talking about it. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what this podcast does. Makes me appreciate it. We're genius <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah, I, what was your guys' final opinions on it? I mean, obviously, you thought it was good, I assume. So, I actually haven't rated it yet because I wanted to figure it out <laughs> first before I rated it. So, that yeah. is what you will be witnessing right now. What will I rate this? Letterbox review. Hmm. As far as this year goes, let's see. I want to see where it would rank for me personally mm. as far as Gosh, movies. I think it might be one of the only ones this year that I've seen in theaters. Oh. We've, we've, I know I'm lame. we've been living I'm lame. in the theater. This we've, is this is I, such a nice like. It was I a, wish I saw. I I need to get myself to see more movies. I just haven't. Like, there's a lot of movies that I really want to see that I just haven't gotten around to. Yeah, I mean, we just made time for the newer releases. Yeah, too much, honestly. Just a lot of blockbuster stuff. Yeah, all, all the movies have been crappers. They've all this been year seems like the year of the. This year seems like the year of the blockbuster until later this fall, where we get into like oh yeah, and, I mean, that's and what we're Dune waiting for. and all all of this good stuff that's yeah. hopefully coming out this fall. That's what yeah. that's th those are the movies I'm waiting for. But right now it's just yeah. been blockbusters and really like some really bad movies. But yeah. 
I think the best movie, the best movies on my list right now that I've seen, like the top three, are Demon Slayer, Nomadland, and A Quiet Place Part Two. Which wait, did did like, Nomadland come out this year? No, on my list is twenty twenty. Well, it came out in theaters this year. Yeah, but technically it came out in twenty twenty. Technically, gotcha. it's a twenty twenty movie. But I'm just I, my list has kind of just combined both because like whatever movie came out in theaters is what my list is represents. But yeah. I think it's better than Nomadland for sure. And I rated Nomadland a four star. And I rated Demon Slayer a four star. Do you think it's better than Demon Slayer? Demon Slayer was, Demon Slayer was just fun. I think fun. it's it's probably the best movie of the year then, I would say. Over Demon Slayer? I haven't seen that. No, no, no. Uh, Green Knight. Oh. So, oh, Green Knight. The Green Knight by... I... Yeah, I could I could see oh, that. I, I think the best film theatrically, probably, yeah. I mean, what would beat it that came out this year in your opinion? I, uh, I, I don't really know. Uh, I, I guess nothing. One of, the better, one of the best I just, films. Yeah, I just jumped yeah. to my letterbox to see what I've seen that's come out this year. And honestly, I think it's definitely the best. Demon Slayer was amazing for different reasons, and they're not really on the same playing field. It's kind of hard. But to I also, you know, I'll, Honestly, I'll I like to... nah, being subjective. I like Demon Slayer more. I liked watching Demon Slayer more, <laughs> but I did like this movie better than Nobody. So that's. I think I'll that play. this is a really good Demon Slayer is like the animated one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it. I mean, to get Demon Slayer, you would have to see the the show, the first season. It's like a condition. Yeah. No. It's an anime. I, I just, yeah. I, but I honestly, I think Green Knight takes it. But I, I'll say this. I think it's a pretty big testament to cinema as an art form that we can have a King Arthur legend in the same space as something like Fear Street, which is like a huge slasher, in the same space as Black Widow and In the Heights and Inside and all of these Godzilla versus Kong, all of these movies, you know, coming out at the same time, even though they're all so vastly different. That's what I love so much about film as an art form. I mean, yeah, it's, I always say it, film encompasses every other art form you could ever think of all into one. It's the best out of everything. It incorporates high art, it incorporates music, it incorporates photography, visual storytelling, incorporates fashion design, production design, lighting. It incorporates literally everything you could want, if done well. Some are not. Some films are cop out and money grabs, and I don't respect but, them as much. But when but, it, but when a lot it, of it, you know, when it's real, it's you can see such differing. I mean, yeah, subjects and and such amazing stories that everyone has. And I think that's such that you know that's why I love film so much. Oh yeah. So, oh, and, anyway, let's let's. Even so what did you guys say? You, oh, so my final rating, uh, personally, I think it's a good. Movie, I didn't think it was amazing. It didn't really bring anything in my eyes like new to the table that I haven't seen before. But I liked it a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's a four-star movie for me. I don't think it did much besides that. I like the discussions I've been able to have with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I respect it out of that manner. Just like the fact yeah, that we we'll are able but, to talk about it. Like that, really yeah, that just makes it a good yeah. movie. That was really fun. It's a, it's a thinker, you know what I mean? Yeah. But by no means, I don't think it's like the even top three, maybe not even top five A24 films. 
No. Like, no. It's not, I, but it's again, not a top I, I think I I think that that speaks to again eight twenty four because it is a great movie. It is. It I is, mean, yeah, one hundred percent. It's a great movie. There's nothing I that even... I can say. Go ahead. There's nothing that I can say that's technically wrong with it. I don't think that there's no, anything just, that I really can pick like. at. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. I mean, that's all these ratings are. They're just all subjective. Yeah. I think it's like, a really personally. Four stars, really, really good movie for me. The yeah. way my rating go is four stars, like really good. Four and a half is like borderline god tier, and then five's a god tier. Like five yeah. is like five's perfect. like always will live in my heart. Yeah, like I can always <laughs> go back to it and watch it. Four and a half is very close to that, and I don't think I'll ever really think about the Green Knight as much. Yeah, and so that's why, like personally, I gave it four and a half. But my four and a half isn't like the notch under God tier. My four and a half is just an extension of four. It's still good. It's just it's yeah. not. I mean, that's the a ultimate tier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, everyone's ratings differ for sure. Like exactly, are, exactly. I mean, it's all subjective. I'm just yeah. saying that's how my like ratings work. Exactly, exactly. But I think based off what I've seen this year, and in my ranked list. It's the second best movie I've seen all year. And yeah. I mean, if I if I didn't like anime and I didn't see Demon Slayer and had an attachment to it, it would be number one. But since I do like anime and <laughs> I do have an attachment to that movie and I had an amazing experience in the theater with it, then that's what takes the cake for me. And they're both four-star yeah. movies. Like I have yet to see a movie that's like blown my socks off this year. Yeah, I want to. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to get it. I think we'll I'm have hoping. some potential. I think we have some potential. I'm hoping, I'm hoping want, for Dune. I'm hoping that Dune. one is like so amazing. Big potential for Dune. Big, and I really want to see the French Dispatch, and there's a couple other indie movies. And honestly, I'm a big 007. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I've been hyped to see that. Yeah. I mean, there's there's movies for sure that have a lot of potential, but – yeah. As of right now, it's it's going up. We started a real yeah. point. I've <laughs> I've I think that this this year is about to get as we get into August here. This this year is about to get really good for Phil. Oh yeah, hopefully. Are we getting like the Matrix also. Matrix yeah, that's coming November. out this year. Yeah, we're getting some bangers. October is going to be crazy, and December is yeah. going to be crazy. October isn't there like I I think yeah. There's Dude, an the French Dispatch. Stuff. I think last night in Soho, Dune, the Frestige Badge all come out on the same day. No, they 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 switched them a little bit. Some are releasing like on Tuesday. Oh, because it, it was too that makes sense. That that makes so much sense because that would have been a, like one of the best days was ever. Like, for I mean, no, I would, we were planning a triple feature, but then they moved back some of their release yeah. dates, so it's gotcha. a little bit more spread out. And then also Halloween's coming out that month. Yeah, um, but literally within within so much is coming out. Honestly. Three weeks we have Bond, the new oh, Halloween, no. the last duel, Dune, the last Fresh, French Dispatch, the last duel also coming out. Yeah, last night in Soho. I mean, uh, uh, the new yeah. the new Ghostbusters also looks pretty good in my opinion. I, I that's mean, just me. I'll go watch it. I mean, I'm not expecting much, but I'll watch it. <laughs> I honestly, I think it looking it's looking pretty good, but that's just me. Top Gun Mavericks coming out October. Uh, uh, that's November, but yeah, oh, wow. still, I was still, still, still pretty high. Fall's gonna fall and winter's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, I think this year will hopefully really turn around, assuming all of these are good. Hopefully. And then December we got craziness too. Yeah, we got some just the Matrix big... and Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man and King one. the new the Kingsman the third one is coming out. Uh, I haven't seen the other other. Ones. I'm not caught up on Kingsman. I watched. Oh my gosh, I hated it. 
I hated really? it. It's, I really? I know I know why people would like it, but the style of it is really not my cup of tea. Yeah, interesting. That's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite action movies. And I could see it. It definitely has one of the best one of the best and coolest action sequences. Mm-hmm. But as a movie as a whole, like I didn't really like the style all that much, but I get what they're going I can get it. Yeah, I get what I, I, can, I, I respect it. it. I respect it, but it's just not yeah. my I understand not, my not liking it, but for me it's just like, whew, I could watch that movie every day. But yeah. Anyways. But yeah, there's there's a lot coming out and I'm hyped and I'm sure we'll see you pop into the oh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. got you secured for Dune for the Dune. Uh, oh yeah, you're oh, the yeah. Dune go no guy. You, yeah, man, we're we're gonna talk about Dune. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Dude, sure. yeah, that's facts. Well, I think that wraps it up for this podcast. Yeah, this was a great. Yeah. This was one of our more deeper discussion podcasts. Actually, I definitely we did a deep dive. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was good. That was, it's fun to do another deep dive, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really good episode, but yeah, man, thanks for hopping on. Yeah, of course, always a pleasure.